Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2392. Getting a Mortgage When You Have Assets But No Income, part one, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now I have a bit of a longer post. I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So let's dive into the first half and start optimizing your life. Getting a Mortgage When You Have Assets But No Income, Part 1, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. Most early retirees have no pension, annuity, or social security income. Even if you're a traditional retiree, you might have only one of those income streams. But what if your lifestyle plans require a home purchase? Even if you have the savings to afford a house, you might not necessarily be able to liquidate enough of those assets quickly in a tax-efficient manner. So you'll need a mortgage, but most conventional mortgage loans are based on income. If you can't show income, how do you go about getting a mortgage? When we retired, downsized, and moved west, I swore I'd never own another house. My post about our move across the country spells out the high quality of life we've achieved as renters without the obligations of homeownership. And my article about renting versus buying, one of the most popular on this site, lays out a procedure for analyzing the rent versus buy decision. It's a financial analysis that, in today's world, is by no means guaranteed to support buying as a superior option. But I've never denied the emotional benefits of homeownership. There's an element of control and security in owning the property where you live. I'm not immune to that feeling. We owned our home for the 17 years we were raising our son in Tennessee, and we were content. But for the past four years, other factors have clearly made renting the better choice for us. Buying a home in retirement. Now, the scales may be tipping as we get visibility into later stages of retirement. The prospect of home ownership has again dawned. Up to now, we have loved our vagabond lifestyle, traveling the West from our home base in Santa Fe. Buying a home now would be a tacit acknowledgement that we were settling down in one place for our retirement. But this would be no snap decision for us. Our financial independence hinges on keeping our nest egg working hard. We can't afford a six-digit mistake. And if we were to buy a home, another problem presents itself. We can well afford it on paper, but where would we get the cash? Yes, we do keep a few years of living expenses on hand, but we don't have any more than that lying around. The proceeds from our previous home sale in Tennessee have long since been folded into our growing portfolio. And our other investment positions go back many years. So we can't sell assets without incurring large capital gains taxes. This all means we would need a mortgage. 
But we, like other early retirees, aren't the typical mortgage applicants. No W-2, social security, pension, or annuity income. We aren't even withdrawing from our IRAs yet. Still in our late 50s and without steady income, we have nothing but assets. Jumping through hoops to get a mortgage without regular income. We already experienced jumping through special hoops to document our assets when we applied for our current rental. So would a bank even lend us money for a mortgage? I decided to find out in advance of the need. If you Google asset-based mortgages, you'll get hits, but they're mostly from the financial press. There are a few articles about the asset depletion rules for loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They can use assets such as IRAs and 401ks to allow mortgage applicants to meet income requirements. However, the reality as I started calling around was somewhat different. Not every institution I talked to offered an asset-based mortgage, and those that did had widely differing rules for valuing your assets as income. Most critically, the interest rates varied widely. The spread was more than 2%. Shopping around is absolutely essential if you're in the market for an asset-based mortgage. You'll need due diligence to find an adequate loan at a competitive interest rate. USAA. My first stop for mortgage shopping was my trusted bank of several decades and a favorite financial institution. But USAA had nothing to offer me. The loan officer told me that unless we could show a set amount of income that we were receiving every month from a financial institution in retirement, we couldn't qualify for a mortgage there. Disappointing. Given our early retired status and my ad hoc system for performing retirement withdrawals, committing to a monthly withdrawal from our accounts at this point would be grossly inefficient. For starters, being younger than 59 and a half, we would have to do a 72T distribution to avoid the 10% penalty. And that would commit us to at least five years of unnecessary withdrawals. Just to get a mortgage, we'd be introducing financial complexity into our lives and probably growing our remaining assets suboptimally. No thanks. The loan officer was unaware of any guidelines from deriving income from assets. I love USAA and recommend them as an institution but I've had mixed experience with their agents over the years when it comes to our unique early retired situation. It's a reminder not to turn off your brain or stop looking after the first opinion when seeking financial advice. I've met plenty of quote unquote experts over the years who only know the minimum required to guarantee their own paycheck. Charles Schwab slash Quicken Loans. After USAA, I contacted Charles Schwab custodian for some of my non-retirement money. Schwab advertises mortgages prominently on their website and in email campaigns, and I was curious to see what they offered. Turns out that Schwab's mortgage business is administered by Quicken Loans. I was assigned a dedicated purchase banker there who worked only with Schwab clients. And over the course of a couple phone calls, I found him to be an efficient and reliable contact. Quicken Loans could offer me not only their conventional mortgage products, but some more specialized non-agency loans coming from Schwab itself. And one of those turned out to be the best for our situation. It required a 20% down payment and documented assets, but no income or tax returns. The formula for computing the eligible loan amount was based on 60% of retirement assets, if you're below age 59 and a half, 
plus 70% of non-retirement assets. It then computed a monthly income assuming 2% growth and 360 payments over 30 years. Of that computed monthly income, the mortgage payment, including taxes, insurance, HOA, could constitute about 45 to 50%. Given that mortgage payment and the interest rate for the loan, you can then calculate the loan amount. In New Mexico, they could offer us a 30-year ARM or adjustable rate mortgage fixed for five to 10 years with competitive rates. That included a 0.25% discount for Schwab customers, making it especially competitive. They couldn't offer a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. That's less of an issue for us because this mortgage would be about managing cash flow in the short term. We'd almost surely pay it off in five to 10 years anyway. Exploring local options. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Getting a Mortgage When You Have Assets But No Income by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news there's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I think this article is really interesting because it highlights that while financial independence can open up the option for retiring early, early retirement may limit some options that aren't completely obvious. For example, a few years ago when interest rates were really low, I looked into refinancing my house, but it didn't seem like the cost of refinancing would be worth it. And I can't remember the specific details at this moment, but I later learned that I had other ways of refinancing available to me that I wasn't aware of. However, I had already quit my job when I decided to look into refinancing again. And despite my substantial assets, it seemed like refinancing simply wasn't an option due to my loss of income. This article is now making me think I should have asked around more. But it's also a reminder that when it comes to money, there are exceptions to almost every rule. 
and there are usually workarounds for specific challenges like the one described today. For example, last year, it looked like my income was going to be too low for me to have my health insurance from the exchange, and I was going to trigger a Medicaid enrollment. In reviewing with my CPA, we decided to do a Roth conversion of just a few thousand dollars to ensure that didn't happen. But side note, we also did the conversion to take advantage of the low tax bracket. These are very specific situations where it makes sense to work with a professional like a CPA or a broker as described in this article. But this was just the first half of the article. So be sure to come back tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.